0: i'm a hot rod man yeah i'm a hot rod man oh, get- ready welcome to idle chatter and this is the harvest show last edition i'm sure you're really happy about that right and uh, i mean that that you that uh that these shows probably are not what you were looking for but this is the last edition of the harvest uh harvest podcast and like i say i'm calling them the harvest podcast if you didn't listen to the other ones because i wrote i recorded these ahead of time during harvest and when my art director was away on vacation with her husband right enjoying enjoying the world that god has made and so i pulled these ahead of time and i wanted to give you a uh I wanted to connect with you, and uh, I don't know if you want to connect with me. And I don't blame you. I mean, that sounds like oh, I want to you know that you the people are pounding the doors down, looking for more idle chatter, they're demanding more idle chatter. I'm not that way, believe me. I know a lot of people in this business are. They think they're God's gift to the microphone or to the world, and I and I do not believe that or think one ounce of me, one cell in this body thinks that. But um, and I felt that, that I but I do want to communicate with you and talk to you. That's from for me, not for you. And I'm just glad that you put up with it and listened to it. But, uh, you know, as, well, next week's show, God willing, should be October 4th if I did the math correct. And I should be done with harvest by then or maybe, or almost done depending upon the weather and the conditions. And, you know, and uh, 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 this is... Uh, you know, there's a sort. there's an old hymn that says this is the day that the lord has made well i change it but this is the crop that the lord has given me so by then i will know what his will was for that crop uh and how things worked out but uh, you know those are the, those that's farming right and those are the challenges of life that uh that we have to accept god's will that he gives us the opportunity he blesses us with the opportunity and wants to hear our desires of our heart and um but we also have to come and bring those desires of our heart and we have to look at the and we have to be able to be accepting of what his will is in a certain certain what his will is in a certain situation and oftentimes it may not meet the desires of our heart but sometimes it and oftentimes it exceeds the desires of our heart but lots of times it does not And then we just have to look at it and say, well, this was God's will. We don't know, you know proverbs 3 verse 5 and 6 if you've listened to me whether you're a christian or not or a believer or not you know that that's my favorite bible verse trust in the lord with all of your heart and lean that on your own understanding we are never going to understand everything we're not supposed to understand everything we're supposed to walk in faith and in trust in trust in him so uh and the reason why i'm saying that because when i'm writing when i'm writing this when i'm recording this I it's not anywhere near October 4th. It's Labor Day weekend. It's Saturday of Labor Day. And as I said in the last week's show, if you happen to catch that, harvest number two, right? Uh sounds like a it sounds like a sitcom. Not a sitcom, like a uh uh what do you call it? one of those TV shows. Uh, but I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But I don't know what my I don't know how this how this 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 deal this farming dealers is year is going to work out for me but i know it's going to work out however the lord wants it to work out good bad or indifferent and uh i will be uh, i have to have faith in that and trust in that and i know that he will provide so it's so you say well, what kind of a christian are you what kind of you know, you're, 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 you're you're hedging your bet no i'm not no i'm not hedging my bet since i'm saying this ahead of time that I know that that by the time you hear this, that I would already have known, but I would not have conveyed it to you whether we had a good harvest or a bad harvest or what had happened or something in between. But and I don't want to say it doesn't make any difference to me because obviously it does, it was that's not true. But it's a dif- but it's the difference of accepting God's will for whatever the situation is and being Well, you can't reject it because you're going to have his will regardless, all right, or being accepting of it, even though it may not have turned out the way that you had hoped it would. So my, you know, my, obviously my prayer, and when I say that, I say I don't say that lightly. I mean, I pray over my crop, I pray over my animals, and uh, I pray over the nation. I obviously pray over my wife and my friends, and that's really what I want to use as a segue into this, this last harvest episode, because uh, you know uh, uh, the scriptures say that the uh, the harvest is, is is great, but the workers are few, right? And that's the harvest of souls. But I really would like, in- instead of talking about my crop and what happened or didn't happen, which obviously I don't know yet at this particular point. All right, I wanted, I would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you, and I say that every week on the show on both the radio show and the podcast and it, it could be perceived as being trite or, or, or just wrote oh hey, god bless you and god bless america and well, i catch you next week all right that it's like a platitude like a bumper sticker believe me i even though maybe my delivery of it is poor it is no platitude and it is no bumper sticker and i wanted to use this last harvest episode because i really truly want to take the opportunity that doesn't sound right i want to take the opportunity to tell you how much i appreciate every last one of you how much i appreciate and i'm honored and the the word is honored i hold it in high i hold you all in high esteem i honor that you take your time to listen to me Believe me, you know, there's one thing that happens in life as you, I shouldn't say as you grow older, you should have it, you should have it all along, but you you kind of realize that as you grow older, you know what you're good at, and you know what you're bad at, and you know what you stink at, and you know what you're okay at, right? And if you don't have that, in, that introspective look into your own person, then you're never going to grow and you're never going to get better, and the thing basically is is that so sometimes you choose in life, right, to try to make better the things that you're bad at or not good at, and sometimes you choose to say that's not who you are, I can't sing. All right, I can't sing, I can't play an instrument, I can't draw. Do I think that it's, that it's God's will for my life to take drawing lessons and singing lessons and I can't dance, I wish I could dance, and dancing lessons and, and, and spend all of my resources and time trying to pursue something because I can't do it and I think that I would want to do it? No, I think at that particular point you have to come and say, these are the blessings that the Lord has given me and how can I use them? And and I know firsthand, and uh, that if you look and, and you know, when people say, "Oh, you should not knock yourself," well, I am going to knock myself, right? Because I know firsthand that this is that in lots of ways, shapes, and form, both my podcast, idle chatter, and my radio show do not fit the mold of what they are supposed to be, All right. So, if you were to talk to somebody, if you were to talk to somebody in the uh. The media industry, or the radio industry, and uh, and then you know, um, I don't know, the podcast industry or whatever. You, if there is an industry for that, that seems to be a little bit rogue, but still has some some semblance of um, of foundation to it. Is that they would tell you that I'm doing everything wrong, a hundred percent wrong, and um, I, that very possibly I am. So I recognize that. I recognize that that me is your host for these shows is not what uh, what you would what you would qualify as a as a radio person especially you know when on on, on thank god that rural radio <laughs> series xm is so forgiving right otherwise a regular regular network would throw me right out but anyway um uh, and and i thank god for all of you and i thank god that you listen to me that you will uh, let me come before you but that means so much in the end And let me try to form this sentence properly, is the communications that I receive from so many of you, and I don't expect it to be from all of you, I'm just, I'm I'm humbled by the fact that so many of you do communicate with me. That you communicate with me, and you sincerely communicate with me. You asking me about my health. You asking me about about my cat Donald. You tell me that you're praying for me. You tell me you tell me about your family. You tell me about events in your life. Uh, I mean, that that means the world to me, because I never in my wildest wildest imagination that ever that I ever think that and I've said this kind of alluded to this before in the show but I I, mean, I don't want to go into a, into a, uh, into this I mean you listen you you listening to Idle Chat to learn about machinery but the fact of the matter is is that I never ever expected or in my wildest dreams to make a connection with you my audience and you connect with me the way the way that you have and that's it's it's like I say it 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 could it could bring me to tears to be sincere, it could bring me to tears because uh, it's I, I never thought that I I I never thought that my coughing and my my clogged up throat and my my whatever everything that I do wrong I mean uh, and and yet you've listened to me. The show has grown. I don't know if I think I may have told you a week or two ago. Uh, it jumped up to 102 countries. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's 103 now. Who knows? I don't follow that. Uh, and 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 you know, I should say I don't follow, but I know it's 102 countries, and we're stuck at 99 countries for a long time. We're stuck at 90, and it, it kind of inched up like a speedometer, like I always say, at the top end of the car. I mean, top, end, top speed. But... I, for why I, I look at it every once in a while, because obviously I would not know. I don't, there's people who are in this industry and a, a, a friend of mine is in, not in podcasting, but he has a media company and he puts something out and uh, he drives himself nuts with analyticals. I mean, oh my God. He's like, you know, uh, oh, I'm like a horse right Oh, no, it's up, it's down. Oh, the people don't like this, they like this. He drives himself, I say to him, I won't mention his name because you may perceive who it is not in this venue whatsoever not in this genre i said don't just put it out there and see what happens all right oh no no whatever uh google analytics or analytics apple this analytics, all the, the people listen for so and you could drive yourself crazy with that and lots of times that is really whatever it is it is right and i'm not saying it's not a good it's, i'm not saying that you should not look at it at all because here it is i'm telling you to look at yourself introspectively in your life and if you're doing something so let's say you had a, a pizza place <laughs> right and then you're making pizza and you think the pizza is wonderful and everybody who eats a slice of your pizza gags and throws up right well i mean i mean you gotta say well maybe there's something wrong with this pizza even though i think it's good right it's probably not so good if everybody's running to the garbage can and they're paying me and they're throwing it out and running out the door so uh if all you want is the money for the pizza then you don't care but obviously but the reason why i do on occasion <clears throat> and and it's it's on occasion it's not all the time obviously maybe months months at a time i look at it and i probably won't even look at it probably won't even look at it for six or seven months now that i've crowned a hundred because you want to, once you get very close to that hundred you want to break that three digits i mean that's human nature all right but the reason why i do look at it and is because it humbles me before god to think that he took this mickey mouse show idle chatter from a guy who started the show knows nothing about recording knows nothing about anything started if you know, sue's playing the back episodes of idle chatter we're putting those up uh once a week and, and we're already into i think she's into november or something so, uh, we're out of the real cheap microphone. We're with the better microphone. All right. But not knowing how to adjust anything. And I started this show with a $20, it was a 1995 do- dollars 95 microphone headset from Staples in Newton, New Jersey. All right. And somebody had told me that my computer, which is a Dell computer, can record. So, I didn't know how to do that. I didn't even know what could do with it, to be quite honest with you. So, I kinda of fumbled my way and figured out how to do that. <clears throat> and uh, and I started the podcast with that. And then uh, ended up getting the road soundboard and then the first set of road microphones, the second set of motor my, right for a different mic stand reflected then then um then uh, Austin Middlestad, who was the program director from uh rural radio series XM channel 147 he said to me, why don't you try because i'm rec- supposedly this environment that i'm recording in which is the basement of the farmhouse which is a, a which is an open uh concrete block not cinder block you can't build in the block in new jersey basement uh is supposed to i thought it'd be a good you know nothing to absorb the sound and they claim that it's the uh, austin who is a sound degree sound engineer because that's like the worst environment that you could do for a show all right so he told me to get this um uh, to, to invest to buy this it's a it's a uh what the heck do they call it? reflective shield or something it's not i don't want i don't want to walk away from the microphone all right to uh to look at it. but anyway so i use that and uh and you wouldn't believe because i record from my desk and then i have the Rode uh, uh microphone boom arm which i used to use a, a stand before a different microphone this is uh this is a uh, Rode nt1 i used a Rode uh procaster before two different types of microphone different diaphragms inside and then i i needed to get this because this actually is meant to be like in a sound booth where you're standing up, like for a singer, right? When I can't sing, so I had to get this uh, this reflective shield up, and you have to position it behind the microphone. And uh, so the first the first time I used it, I I, I couldn't get it to the right height because the dynamics just didn't work. So I was using a couple of my hymnals from, from sadly our church closed a few years ago and i took a couple of the hymnals to have so i was using and i felt badly about that using the hymnals and i used cans of soup to position it in the right place i'm beyond the hymnals and the sh- soup now i actually charlotte found me these foam blocks i think from um they're made in usa which i'm happy about but i think they're from an art and craft store maybe a place that went out of business or well, maybe it's from Hobby Lobby. They didn't go, thank God they didn't go got business. But I got these these foam three foam blocks and I put this reflective shield on it so I could get the right height, the right the right dimensions for it to work for me. So so this is really, really, really Mickey Mouse and I know it, but I look at the numbers because I want to glorify God. I wanna glorify God that, that that He's taken this show with no social media presence know anything and and has brought it around the world and but it's not to my glory it's to his glory it's to his glory and my thanks to you so when i say that you guys out there mean the world to me that if you if you've never done anything like this if you never gave a public speak speaking if you never if you've never really been in the public i don't want to say public eye but but uh, delivered something directly to the public and that doesn't mean like you work for the phone company power company. oh i fixed you brought your power turned back on oh you're wonderful no i don't mean that i mean the thing base is if you haven't if you haven't actually communicated directly with the public and then and then re- and i can't read your faces on this I don't know whether you're turning off, or you don't like it, or what have you. All right, but I can't read your faces. But when when you've done that, then that's it's it's glaring in your face, uh, in the in the presenter's face. I remember <clears throat> the first time I went to um, the Ag PhD show. And I went to Ag PhD. Uh, uh, what do you call it? The 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 field day. Field day, which was wonderful, and um, they had a thunderstorm come through, and they had this. They had a different building there at the time not the big building i think they call it the morton center now well, i know they call it the morton center beautiful facility and they had a, it was a machine shed that they turned into i mean i mean not the morton center that the old, but it was very nice and then uh, so a lot of people came from the right the field there, and they came into this building to sit and there's a bunch of chairs and tables there and it just so happened they were they used that building as a uh for different speakers they had at that at that event that year and there was a gentleman up there talking i think about a real estate trade he was talking about something that was not agronomy or something on the on the business side or accounting or something like that and he was a he was a the, he was a scheduled speaker and what just happened well what happened what happened was that because of the weather the people flooded and the, the lightning in the the thunderstorm that came through, the people flooded into that building to get out of the weather when he was giving his presentation. Now, normally, when you go to an event like that, your presentation is going to attract those that are interested in it just like when i spoke with commodity classic a number of times and other venues that you know if you say oh this guy's gonna be talking about xyz oh i want to hear that you know i want to hear about xyz so it comes there just like and you know that's what the difference is with a podcast versus a radio show uh, I've seen this right right from the beginning, a podcast. You go to look for that type of content. A radio show, even if you listen to nothing but Sirius XM, you're going you're gonna to find out about my show because of the ad or you happen to have the radio on at that time. You don't go looking for it. So anyway, this guy was giving a talk, and then all of a sudden all these people came in because of the weather. And historically, for most for the most part, people in the agricultural community for the most part are very polite they're they're old school and uh, they, they, they just do things correctly but this was the one time that that did not happen is that that nobody was listening to him the people came in they're laughing they talk it's almost like you know like when you go to a wake and then uh everybody after they shake their family's hand and wish them their best they go sit down and within five minutes the place sounds like it's a party all right well this is what was happening this poor guy is up there on this stage talking and he's got this whole influx of people the people who were there originally were the ones who wanted to hear him and uh and these other people just came and made so much noise and nobody was paying attention to them. and they're laughing and they're talking and what have you And they ruined this whole presentation and uh and uh then the weather broke and they all exited and he was left there with the people who cared but he already lost his mojo because i know i've been there all right that you lose your mojo it just takes uh, you go going through the motions at that particular point he, he lost his he lost his composure, even though he was a a, um, a, a, a an experienced orator, experienced speaker. But when you have something like that happened. so the thing is that I want to come back to thanking you because you are listening to me. You are you are you are you are communicating with me you're telling me about your life now i obviously not everyone i never expect anyone i never i never expected anyone to communicate with me all right because i came from the magazine world and uh and in the magazine world and and just for context not for breaking i probably have close to four thousand published in print magazine stories you never hear from anybody so mean for years i wrote for hot rod at the time hot rod had over 1.1 million subscribers subscribers and uh and they probably had another 200 or 300,000 off the newsstand and i'm just using this to, to establish context for what i'm saying is not i'm repeating and not bragging all right and the thing is that and when they did their internal audits, I think they said like ninety or ninety-two percent of the audience they gleaned, because it's just like I mean they don't know everybody, but they send out these audits. And did you read this story? Did you read that story? And just like Nielsen Nielsen with TV, right? They don't know whether you're watching that show or not, or what have you. And the thing is that so, uh, and they said so. Let's say ninety percent, right? They said I think it was ninety-two or ninety-three. Let's say it's a million. Instead of one point three or two, right? Is that uh, they he came back to me said to me, "Ray, you're like a ninety percent. You're the highest read in this magazine. I mean, I mean, uh, consistently read in the magazine, uh, or, or one of the highest. Because nobody reads hundred percent of a magazine. I mean, you'd be lying if you said you did. It's not a novel. All right. So the thing is that. Uh, <clears throat> so that would mean that nine hundred thousand people a month all right just from hot rod and i was running writing for 14 different magazines just for hot rod are reading me every month i wouldn't get one letter i mean i mean i mean there was no real email back then i mean but i wouldn't get a letter you wouldn't get anything so you're sending these signals into outer space it's almost like you're sending like seti and you're sending signals into outer space but I'm going. I went somewhere with this, which I sincerely, in my heart, did not intend to go there. So, what I need to say to you is thank you. It's 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 not trite. It's not rote. The idea that you listen to me and that you spend a lot of time listening to me because my shows go long. The idea that you put, that you turn your head the other way, or maybe your ears the other way, your head the other way to, to look at my lack of professionalism as far as being a radio, a podcast person, all right? Uh, you share aspects of your life with me, you sent me wedding pictures, wedding videos, pictures of your babies. All right, pictures of your animals, your farm. You, you. I mean, pictures of right after you and your wife were baptized. I mean, I mean, unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. Never ever, in my as I said, did not I ever think it would come to that. But I may have shared this with you once before, and I'll share it with you quickly because that. <laughs> And you know, how did I come about doing this? How did I come about doing idle chatter and how did I come to do this? Well, I used to go to the truck stop in Columbia, New Jersey every morning and walk walk around and have my coffee and look at the trucks and talk to people, right? Because you know, you know that's what I'm all about, right? So uh, and I think the Italian people would say a yeah, I think that's how they say it in Italian, I don't know, in Brooklyn. But uh but uh and I would, and I would use that as a stimulus away from the farm because I was writing. You're working, you're working here, and I enjoyed it. And I uh, would listen to different Christian radio shows on the way home, and I'd spend time with God. I would walk and talk with God. So It was just, it was, it was my, it was, it was my crow's nest. And if you don't know what a crow's nest is. Uh, people know what a crow's nest is in a sailing ship, and people think that the crow's nest was, because you just see in the old movies, that the guys up the binoculars go, land ahoy, land ahoy, he's yelling down, right? All right, so the thing basically is that really, there was a secondary use of a crow's nest. If you look at the history of a crow's nest in an old sailing ship, it was for the captain of the ship to send one of the mates up there with a compass and to take a compass reading because it was learned, sadly uh through a lot of lot of disasters that depending upon the cargo that was on the ship it could influence the compass reading so even though the captain had a compass down where he would steer the ship that there was the potential for the cargo on that particular journey to influence the compass and make the compass read wrong so so he would send somebody up every day with the on the crow's nest with a compass that was and the crow's nest was up high enough that it was far away from the influence of the cargo and get a true reading and he would yell that reading down to the captain and the captain would calibrate his compass that way all right so that's why i like to say get up get into your crow's nest and that was my crow's nest every morning to go to the truck stop because it checked all the boxes for me every box potential it checked me i saw trucks i spoke to people i had my coffee i got a chance to talk to god i took a long way home through the country roads i was it was just it, was check, it, it checked everything i no longer do that and i share my heart with you and you could people think i'm crazy or don't think i'm crazy it makes no difference when my cat donald disappeared i could not go back to the same thing while i waited for the lord to bring him home i could not I just something at home he says you cannot do the same thing anymore and I have not done that but anyway the fact of the matter is is that I was at the truck stop Columbia TA truck stop <laughs> it probably wouldn't be the worst place in the world to go to and I was at a crossroad in my career in my life that I didn't know what to crossroad in my career and I knew that I wanted to do something more I thought that the good Lord had brought me to this level in my life and giving me this knowledge and by the gift by the grace of God all right this knowledge and this ability to to and to do something with not to make people's drag race cars faster all right and the thing is that and I love agriculture involved in, and for my, and agriculture is such a passion of mine, and the good people of agriculture are my people and um and I was walking around the truck stop, and you may have heard this story before. I don't think I shared it really to much of a level, or if, if I did share it, I didn't really make it that clear. And if you walk with the Lord, if you know the Lord, you'll know that God speaks to your heart. He's, it's, it's not an sometimes it's 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 a it's a unique experience because it's audible. He puts a thought in your head. Uh, you hear a voice without hearing a voice if that makes sense or at least that's how he communicates with me and i i i was thinking i was praying he said lord i don't know which direction to go in my life the scriptures say you know that i should come to you for advice and trust in the lord with all your heart lean that on your own understanding and then the that's proverbs 3 right uh, and then the following verse of that is in all ways acknowledge him, and he will guide your path. I said, I need you to guide my path. I don't know what to do, and I maybe walked—I don't know—ten, twenty steps. I was drinking coffee at the time. All right, drinking my coffee in my mug that I got on my honeymoon with my American flag on it. It was actually that mug was actually purchased at the, in, in in North Carolina at the Battleship North Carolina. But anyway, and it came to my mind start a podcast, just like that. Who start a podcast and i honestly you know people say hey, you're, you're a liar you're embellished i'm not i didn't know what a podcast was because i never had a smartphone at, at i i i just a couple of months before that before that event i got a new computer and i went from dial-up internet to a, whatever they call it, DS, not dsl line whatever it is, you know in the house Right. I only did that a couple of months prior to that. But I had dial up internet. <laughs> I had a flip phone. I I, I I, was not, I didn't know what a podcast was. So I, I, I for some reason, oh, yeah, I'll start a podcast, Lord. And then somehow it came to me to start, a, and it, it came in rapid succession. It wasn't, it, the Lord didn't tell me to call it idle chatter. And uh, I just knew in my heart that the podcast needed to be something that I could help the people, the good people, the farmers of the United States and Canada, and uh, I knew that I and I knew the only way I could help them is with machinery. All right, that that and then it made very clear at that particular point that my journey up until then was not to not to be in the auto industry not to build drag race motors not to be a calibration engineer for bmw not to be a a, a, a training instructor for axel digital fuel injection all right not to do all not to write magazine stories for hot rod that that was all good that was all wonderful but that was my education to to bring to bring mechanical knowledge to the best that I can to my audience or to, to good people of agriculture and through a podcast, so that's how this whole deal started because I know that matter of fact and i if you if you listen to Mike Werner's on the road series, then he had mentioned in there I believe it was on the air, but maybe off the air he said something and uh and he said to me, well you're doing this without you know you're not looking you're not somebody isn't truly sponsoring idle chatter." All right, I'm using the radio show and, and as, as that, as an income stream. But not that I wouldn't do something with idle chatter, but that's not what it's here about. And I said, them one day I'll tell you the story. Well, that, that's the story. That's how I started this. And then God opened those doors to make this happen. Uh, and uh, I had met Vic and Sue Moore years ago. With actually, they gave me my first book deal uh, they worked for Barry Grant Carbretters, and, and Vic was the uh, marketing media media guy, and and Sue was the uh, the graphic artist. They were not married at the time, and they met there in the little office, and they ended up getting married. Uh, Sue's a re- uh, name was Sue Reber, and then she became Sue Moore. And uh, they're the ones who got me my first book deal, and uh, I, and I authored three books. So, like, I'm not I'm not I'm not brainless telling you but I went to the PRI show, which is like the the car industry version of the Commodity Classic. Uh, Seema's all glitz, you know, like so it's like Commodity Classic. And I had done a magazine story for Hot Rod Magazine for them about nitrous, and they really loved it. And I said, I never met them. I said, well, I'm going to be at the PRI show. I'd like to shake your hand. So uh, I did that, and I came up. And You may have heard this story before. And then I came up to uh, them... And I met Vic, and then he called Sue over. He's, a, he's from England originally, so he's got a British accent, England and Australia, so he's got a combination British. And Sue is a southern belle. She talks like a real southern lady. And uh, I called, Wave Sue over, and she gave over to me. I shook her hand and then said to me, did you ever think of writing a book? I mean, literally, there's was like a second thing out of her mouth. And I didn't know, honestly, I know what the heck she was talking about. I thought she meant a novel. So I just, oh, yeah, 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 I was playing with the idea of writing a novel. And I really was playing with the idea of writing a novel, but I never did it and uh I was gonna call it uh a soldier's song and it was gonna be a, a, a fiction story about if anybody's ever been out like well, I shouldn't say and some of you would know some of you will definitely have the, had the blessing of experience, the sound of the wind going through a center pivot, uh let's say like out in the plains of Kansas in nebraska where it's really really open and it's so quiet out there and when the wind blows and it goes through that center pivot it makes a certain a certain sound and i was going to call that my novel was going to be a soldier song and it was going to be uh like i said it was going to be fictitious obviously but it was going to be about a soldier a young man who went to war during the vietnam era and was then was a pow and his memories and how this the sound of the wind blowing through the center pivot—the song that it made—was something in his heart that kept him, kept him going through his, in, through his imprisonment, and in, in, by the North Vietnamese. But that, so I didn't know what she was talking about because nobody knew that about. But me, my wife didn't even know that, and uh, and that's how I got my first book deal. So, so the thing basically is, is that I look at the on occasion look at the amount of audience or countries that that this show is reaching because of you. Not right? because of me. There's no advertising, there's no I do no social media. I do nothing right. <laughs> so based upon the eyes of the world. And I look at that and I look at that as a confirmation that I am where I believe the Lord wants me to be right now and by knowing that you guys are listening to me it's a confirmation and I thank the Lord for each and every one of you it's not trite and I thank you for spending time with me and I thank you for in some maybe some small shape in some small form that I could maybe do something through this podcast coming out of the basement of Cat Swamp Road that helps you to make your farm and your your ranch or whatever your operation more profitable and more successful. Because when it's all said and done, I have two real two not real two goals in my life. And the first goal is to hear from the Lord, Well done, good and faithful servant. And that's going that that hopefully God willing I hear that one day, and that'll be when I stand before him in the day of accountability. But my my secular I don't say my earthly goal my earthly goal, my natural goal, is to make a difference in the world, to make a difference with the good people in agriculture, to make a difference with educating people. I mean, they don't have to be in agriculture to try to inspire people to to, to pursue things in their life, to pursue greatness, and to help animals, and, to, and for me to help animals, and for me to do the best I can in my in my humble way to help my beloved America. So now you know my heart, you know my soul, you know everything, and I just want to say once more, it sounds trite, it's not many words, but thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a listener to the show and for communicating with me and for sharing your life and your thoughts with me and know that I am grateful and thank I thank the Lord for each and every one of you you have a blessed day and I will God willing catch you next week with a real idle chatter